Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, buzzers, you're watching the Arrow After Show. <laughs> hey, buzzers, you're watching the Arrow After Show. <laughs> hey, buzzers, you're watching the Arrow After Show, and dang it, it is time to reset. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Yay! <laughs> that was good. Hello. Congratulations. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I did do theater. <laughs> Hi. We are so excited to see you guys, and we have... A very interesting episode to discuss this evening, <laughs> to say the least. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and I am joined by some pretty fantastic ladies, and I will let them say hello. Hello, I'm Olivia DiBartoli, and Quinton is back. Hi, I'm Carolina Benetti. I survived the time loop. That's how I feel. <laughs> I'm just, like, still surviving it. All right. <laughs> and, um, and Mr. Matt Marr is missing this evening. That's okay. He's spending some time with his mom, who's in town, so we're okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. We're and we have you guys. Yeah. And of course, yes, this part of the table belongs to you. You guys know the deal. But in case anybody here is brand new, we always offer this side. We chop it off and give it to you because you are co-hosting the show with us. So join us live in the chat. And of course, on social media, hashtag everything ABTV Arrow. And if you're not watching live, it is A-OK because you can leave a comment below. Now, we are going to start with our very first thing. Hashtag who I love to hate. So let us know in the comments before we start. I'm all over the chat. Hi, everybody. I see Brandon. I see Michael Blake, Black Magic, Archer's Alley. Uh, everyone's here. So hello. Um, and yeah, let me know what your who I love to hate is. Should I go first? Yeah, okay. go ahead. Yeah. Uh, mine's going to be kind of obvious. Lila. Oh, she took mine. <laughs> well, I mean, she's kind of... <sighs> These hoes ain't loyal. These girls ain't loyal. Oh, okay. Sorry. PG-13 version. My bad. <laughs> no, it's just like, I mean, it was just so obvious. Like, Lila, come on. Come on. You couldn't have just, like, been real with with everyone since the beginning. Ugh, I'm just so annoyed with her. Go ahead. Um, who I love to hate is the actual time loop. Oh. I got to jump on that bad with you. I hate Groundhog Day. <laughs> I hate any movie that makes me relive the same scenes again and again and again. It just drives me out of my mind. I avoid movies like that, so tonight's episode was really difficult for me because I just wanted it to move on, so I was ecstatic when things started to deviate from the original because I might have just gone and taken a nap on the couch and been like, wake me up when he figures it out. Because right. that's the yeah. whole episode. I was really excited when they did finally deviate. That was... Okay, you guys both took my hashtag, who I love to hate. Oh, no! <laughs> I will piggyback on and say, hashtag, who I love to hate is the theme of this show. I mean, I get it. Oliver Queen is going to die. We get it. We- Can you not shove it down our throat and try to force us to accept it ahead of time along with Oliver? That's what I was saying. I was that's- like... 
they are like? making us accept it as well because Oliver's accepting it. So they're just going to be like, you guys all need to understand that he's dying because 100% he's going to die. And we're making sure that you're ready for it. But that sort of ruins or it. That could, be, that could be the red herring. It could be. It could be. I, I wrote that in my notes too, but that does, that's also... it's becoming so obvious that I feel like it's become a red herring. Yeah. And it's like, what do they actually have in store? Because... If you have to shove it down our throats this much just for it to be true, I feel like it's not true. Maybe. But even if, and I know we have to get to our co-hosts at home, but at the same time, too, let's say that is his final fate. Yeah. It's not even that, not that I would ever enjoy his death, but I'm not going to sit there and be like, <gasps> on the season finale, because yeah. I'm going to be anticipating the entire crisis. Which I, is why but, I feel like it's going to be, it's a red herring. And I feel like this is something all of our viewers at home want to jump on and chat about. Please. Because, like... It's the biggest point of contention throughout the whole series. It's like, how are they gonna? How are they gonna end it? How are they gonna get him to go away? Like, is he just gonna be like, "Well, I'm putting the hood up," or is he gonna like lose an arm so then he can't be the arrow anymore? I don't like. I don't because now it's just becoming way too obvious right. that he's gonna die. But yeah, I mean, maybe, like if they're trying too hard. Maybe the way he dies is the thing that's gonna be the shocker. But like everybody knows that he's gonna die. It's just gonna be a big, you know, reveal as the, as to the way he dies. I don't know. Um, so people in the chat. Ivan Soda, I hate Lila and the monitor for being cryptic. Angers me so much. Me too, Ivan. Oh, your husband's not here today. I'm sorry. Um, Brandon says, my who I love to hate is the monitor. Even though he was in this episode, he is so extra and is doing the most to teach all of right? our lessons. Well, I mean, to be we fair, don't have time. Like the overlord of the episode. So he was in it, in a I way. Mean, yeah. So those are a couple who I love to hate. Everyone's talking about... Uh, the Edge of Tomorrow reference, better movie than Groundhog Day, even though I never saw it. Ha. Huh. Oh, God. Also uh, yeah. painful. I could accept Groundhog's Day the first time that movie came out just because it was so long ago and it was like not like other movies. So you're like, oh, this is different. But then after that, anybody who copied that. No, I that, think like oh, 20 God. minutes into it, I was like, make it stop. Why are we still here? Can I leave? Can I leave? Can I leave? And it was like one of those family things where you can't leave the living room without being like labeled the black sheep. So I just sat there, infuriated. I don't, know. I don't, I don't hate repetitive movies like that. Like like they were saying, oh, Edge of Tomorrow. I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested in it. I don't know. I didn't know the Edge of Tomorrow was that. And when I watched it, I regretted <laughs> all my life choices. Here's Whatever. the thing, right? If they really wanted to please some people with this whole Groundhog's Day, t- which at least they referenced it, like they paid homage. 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 But come on, can you at least like start every morning with the salmon ladder? Then I might be like. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. But we, I counted, and I think we went through nine rounds, nine different times that he woke up. That wow. I was like, okay, so we got to save Lance again. Yeah. But that's okay because we got Lance. Yes. Yes. That is the I best thing. He's literally my, probably one of my favorite after mm-hmm. Speedy. One of my favorite and Felicity. Okay. Th- <laughs> I have so many, but he's he's just like always on board. You could tell him whatever you want. He's just like, okay, let's go. You I know. Was- deeply satisfied by his ending with um his daughter or well his daughter from another earth that's what i needed like i needed to see him and laurel just have that moment i was getting all Mm teary-eyed i was like this is what i wanted she needed to hear that she was loved and that she was a hero and that he saw that in her which is why he fought for her um yeah guys i got all emotional watching that that's what i needed yeah I think it's really yeah. important that they made the statement of the first time Laurel saw Lance, and I think this was like what round two or three, whatever, mm-hmm. three, three, 
It was on round three. three she round was three. Like I can't yeah. do this again. Yeah. I got the closure that I needed, and I can't watch. My well, no, because round one, Oliver was by himself. Round two, he ran into oh, her. Meant, yeah, yeah. It was, the thing. it was three for yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. So on round three, she saw Quentin for the first time, and what he said to her was like, "Hey, baby girl." Da 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 da. And then she no, she saw him on round two. Oh no, that's when she saw Oliver. Right. Yeah. Round yeah. three. So it was, but it was her third go at it where right. she got the yeah. actual right. goodbye. No, that's not where I'm going. Sorry. Oh, sorry. That's okay. What I was trying to say is that it was nice to see her stop and go, you know, I'm like Earth yeah. 2. And he was like, well, yeah. And he still loved her just the same. Yeah. Like, like it was his daughter. And I thought that was a very important moment for her yeah. as mm-hmm. well. Especially, yeah, when he was like, the, no black lipstick. I was like, oh, he like yeah. knows everything about her. And Laurel had so many like fun one-liners tonight, too. I just wanted Ugh. to throw that out there. Like, yeah. Everything she was saying tonight was like, and usually I'm not the like biggest fan of hers, but she, tonight she was so good. She was so on point. She was like, fine, Carolina, I'll give it well, to you. Like, here's the thing with <laughs> I her. I loved her tonight. She yeah. was so great. And I love that the short hair looked yes. better. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Such a good well, line. And I was like, she's not wrong. The thing no. is, is what's great about her is like when she goes head to head the lot, head to head, yeah, head to head, yeah, head to head. When she goes yeah. head to head with Lila, she has no shame. Like she will call Lila out for what she is, says what she needs to say. You know, I'm not afraid of you. Basically, like you picked on the wrong person because I specialize in revenge. Whereas when Oliver's so talking yeah. to Lila, it's such a different dichotomy because of the fact that he's so in this place this whole season of just. Ugh. And so when he's talking to Lila, even though he's asking her, like, why are you doing this? It's such a mellow version of him. So it's nice to have the feisty side of Laurel, like, really dig into Lila because Lila deserves it. Yeah. Even though she thinks she's doing this, like, great thing. I've never been the biggest fan of Lila, so... I mean, and everyone in the chat is always telling us, like, we've known that she's she's supposed to be this person since, like, the beginning, since a bunch of seasons ago, and, like, why is everyone so so surprised? But it's just, like... You can still hate her. We can still not like the way that she's doing it, and we, still, we can still not like the storyline of, like, you know, how she is, she, you know, she was... She, Diggle's right hand woman, like right. you know, she's supposed to be part of the team, and now she's mm-hmm. doing like the ultimate betrayal, kind of. In a right. lot of ways, she's like Waller light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like Amanda Waller ish, but I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't either. I think the reason that, mm-hmm. not that I want to speak for you guys, but I think the reason like we don't like it so much is because of the fact that we like Diggle yeah. so much, and he's this wonderful, kind, endearing guy giving great advice. And so the last thing you want to see is him with some lady yeah. who's just totally like pulling one over on yeah. him. Yeah, he deserves Isn't better. That's how life usually goes, though. Yeah. Oh. I mean, <laughs> who's life? <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are real. I feel like that's the, in a way, even though it's a comic book character, it's like true to life. A lot of times you see the sweetest people with the most monstrous of partners, and you're like, yeah. Whoa. Why? How did that happen? How, how? How do you not see this? Like, I think a lot of people can relate to that. It makes the character more three dimensional. Um, Adam Rodriguez in the chat says the one thing I didn't like is that tonight's episode of both the Flash and the Arrow they keep bringing up the deaths of the both main characters. So, and I saw this in the chat earlier. I guess in the Flash tonight they were talking about the death of Barry. So. They're is he dying kind of, too? What's I happening? don't know. Wait, but they're, Barry no, died too. No, they they're like alluding to it. I guess so. I don't know. The they're they're going to die. He's got another season coming, guys. He's got, they've got so many things. Anyway. <laughs> Ivan Soda says, I used to love Lila so much. I can't believe I hate her this much now. <laughs> True. 
Yeah, I've not. I've never liked her. Neither. No. I just didn't like her with Diggle. Yeah. That's what it was. The chemistry was really weird. I never liked her with Argus. So I never liked her at all. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know what's interesting? This is a little off topic, but because we've been bringing so many people back, and according to the episode and the Mm -hmm. season, where's Damien Dark? That's who they need to bring back. I know. I hope he pops into Leon Yu, just like surprises us. I hope we get him before the finale. He's not that be the person that was blurred out in that photo that um, Stephen and Mel redacted. Because oh my god, was Damien Dark not the absolute he was the yes. best? He was villain the best villain ever. Yeah, ever. He was so evil. He's on that new show Yellowstone though, so I don't know. They're, they like I shoot mean, in just Montana. one episode. Like right. they had to have been able to sneak him away for a week. Yeah, just come film. It's the end of such a long series, and he was such a pivotal part of the mm-hmm. show. Him and um, Malcolm Merlin are the yeah. two best villains yes. to yeah. ever ever be an arrow and I feel like we cannot finish without Malcolm and Damien they have right. to be around they have to I don't know but maybe not I mean they can't bring everybody back that we loved okay but this isn't just like everybody <laughs> this is a massive yeah yeah nobody's waiting for the calculator to come back but like <laughs> you know no. oh. <laughs> black magic says best villain with the worst season true well, I mean the season wasn't great but uh, Damien was I, awesome I give seasons Six, the worst season. I give season seven. Yeah, worst. because Ooh, Diaz yeah. was still there. Yeah. Well, that and like oh, I was just tired of like... seeing Oliver and Slapside. Like three episodes, you're pushing it. Like yeah. six or however many it was. I was like, good lord, can well, I get the lead character back? to get yeah. through? So that's still. the thing. Anyway, sorry, we're stop bashing now. Uh-huh. Um, this, so this episode's a little bit challenging for me to talk about, only because we have eight rounds of literally the same exact thing with a slight variation. Yeah, and that's really it. it um but i did mention like with the hashtag who i love to hate the fact that this show is really driving home the point that oliver needs to accept that he's gonna die and yeah. that's lila's message to him and there was a piece of me that was like okay excuse my japanese that is such a shitty message for young people like just accept stuff like i get where they're going but oliver's motto has always been never give up yeah. don't give up keep going and even quinton compliments him on that yeah. and then the whole moral of the story is just accept your fate and if that means you're gonna die don't fight fate yeah i didn't think about that that you're so right i took it a little differently because of his conversation with well well, two things because of his conversation with quentin that oliver had i felt that it wasn't so much as accept your death as it as accept that you aren't responsible for the actions of others because he was still holding on to quentin's death as if it was something he could have changed and prevented Right. So he wanted to change and prevent it to whatever end, to change whatever timeline. And that wasn't going to happen. And it wasn't so much as a don't believe in yourself and give up on yourself and just accept that he's dead so much as like accept that this was Quentin's choice. Like Quentin jumped in front of his daughter because it was the best thing he could do for her. And that had nothing to do with Oliver. And it had nothing to do with his capabilities as like a quote unquote hero and it had everything to do with Quentin's choices. Yeah. So I didn't take it so much as like accept your fate you're dying so much as like you have to accept that you're not the only one with a role to play and you have to accept other people's decisions and not try and force 
your hand yeah. to change their decisions. But I was disappointed that the episode wasn't about Laurel because when she came and Lila said that cryptic thing about like there's a lesson to learn and this, that, and the other, I thought it was Laurel's lesson. And in a way it was. But it was. I, I wish it was Laurel that had broken the cycle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wish she was the one that had realized that she had to accept it. Because it was more her story, but I understand. But she did break the cycle. She broke her version of the cycle, and then he needs to break his version of the cycle. You know, yeah. they both broke the cycle in their own way. And that, and back, to piggyback on your point, you're right. Like that's been Oliver's since season one, episode mm-hmm. one. Ha- that has been his like, you know, not demise, but something that he's always he's put everything on his back. Everything yeah. is his fault. You know, he always takes the blame for everything and has to control everything. Maybe that's part of the of the lesson is that he just needs to let go and let things happen the way that they're supposed to happen. I uh, agree ish. Like I agree with what you're saying in terms of in regards to Lance. Like there was yeah. nothing he could have done. Yeah. Yes, he takes on a lot of guilt. But that applies to other things too. Right. But I the point I'm making as far as like with Lila, like you're telling our main hero constantly, accept fate, accept fate, meaning, and as Oliver took it, I need to accept that I'm going to die. So since I have to accept I'm going to die, I'm going to go and tell my children that I'm glad I had my time with them. And, you know, this is coming. Yeah. Cool, whatever. But again, I just don't like that. I don't like that. Accept your death. Just accept your death. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. I just think it's weird, especially because he was put into context with Oliver. You're the type of person that doesn't give up. You don't ever stop. Just stop. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's why I I have this big thing to tell people. Then I not. No, I totally hear what you're saying, but I'm not sure that that's the message that they meant to get across. I feel like the message was instead of fighting this fate where they tell you you're going to die, except that other people have a role to play, and. Maybe it's not what it seems because letting Quentin go, he discovered that Quentin made that decision for himself. It wasn't something that Oliver could have prevented. Mm-hmm. So maybe something terrible is going to happen that Oliver's not going to be, be able, able to, to prevent. Yeah. And it's not so much doing with his death as accepting that he can't shoulder everything alone. And mm-hmm. it'll make the whole crisis amp up the stakes because he'll have to work better as a team because even in past crisis he hasn't done the best working as a team yeah and yeah. and there was that but there was that one line from mia when he was walking out the door and he was like you know it was nice knowing you guys basically saying bye and she was like you're gonna be fine dad and so i feel like that's like the, the fighter in her and the fighter in, in oliver that she got from him so i i don't know i i feel like it's not it's not falling over. out of your chair no, no, again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, technical okay. difficulties. Although going this on. chair is a little broken, so if I fall over sideways. Um, anyway, Brandon Brandon says I think Oliver is going to die protecting Mia from a blast in crisis. Oh God, I hope not. Like Lance protecting Laurel from a gunshot. Yeah, I hope not. Just for that very reason, it's repetitious. <laughs> and then Brandon fifty two right after sa- uh, says if if that's the reason Oliver dies is because of Mia, I will riot. Thank you. High five. Through the lens. Thank you. <laughs> um, since we're in the chat really quickly, Please. I see a couple of people that are new. Hi. Um, that Well, the, maybe they're not new. I just haven't seen them before. So, Kat Kaios, James, and Fun Size 26. I haven't seen you guys before, so hello. Hello and Hi. welcome. You and if I have, then I'm sorry I missed you. It so. would be really cool when you come into the chat, okay? <laughs> and I know we're in the middle of a show, but especially for new people, put where you're from. 
Because we kind of need to know, like, oh, yeah. who, where are you from? Like, where are you watching how the about, show from? How about let us know right now? Who, where are you guys watching from? Yeah. So, I'll, I mean, it'll come in a little bit of a delay, but I'll let you guys know. Yeah, because I remember, and I, Billy Jean Girl, I don't know if it was you or somebody else, that they always used to tune in from, um, not Barbados, but in that general area. And they were in a totally different time zone, but yeah. she would stay up. She's here, there so she'll tell so There's yes. definitely a guy who watches us from the Bahamas, for sure. That's what I was trying yeah. to say, Bahamas. Yeah, 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 but it's a guy. So it's a guy. Oh, well, I don't remember. Too. I don't remember his name, but there's a guy. Billy or like, Boy. Yeah. <laughs> No. No. no, no, no. Oh, like, there's there's a guy. I don't remember his screen name, but he always. Okay, I'm getting a lot. Oh, yay! Okay, this is J- exciting. JJ from LA, Kelly from California, Grayson okay. from Oregon. Okay. Um, Fun size from STL, St. Louis. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Black Magic from East Coast, Connecticut. Renji from Georgia. Glob cool. from Virginia. Brandon, Virginia. Ivan from Miami. Hi. What? Michael Blake, Canada. Um. The page for my Selenator page. Hello. Welcome. Oakland. Charmed Original Canada. Archer's Alley, LA. Canada. Adam Rodriguez, Austin. And then Washington from Brandon 52. Wow. Well, Canada. first of all, mm-hmm. thank you to everybody. And those of you that are three hours ahead of us, oh my gosh. <laughs> How are you awake? Yeah. And then to like Ivan. a power nap to like watch <laughs> right? our show? Yeah. To Ivan, who's in Miami, which I didn't know you were in Miami. Matt's going to love living out there with you. Yes. Can't wait to tell He's him. going to start picking out you guys' house together. It's going to be so bikinis. good. He's probably going to come in in like a Hawaiian flowered shirt. Yeah. Right? For the vibe. That's hilarious. Okay. We're supposed to be talking about a show. Anyway. That, okay. that was a fun little segment. I don't yeah. Know. I, don't I like that. that. Cool. It's really cool. And plus, our show was just over repetitive, over and over again. Seriously, it's so funny too because we're talking about are we gonna have enough new like time for news? We got so much time, girl. Uh, (laughs) Okay, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just because the show really was three plot points over and and over over and and over over again. So fun. I'll go to a party. Really bad cop joke. Yeah, I will say. I will say this. Congrats to David Ramsey on directing the episode. Yes. 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 Massive congrats to him. Um, and also, I I still think the writing is very well done this season. So even mm, though yes. I don't like Groundhog Day type shows, I still thought the writing was well done. Yeah. Um, and also for the actors, I feel like what a fun challenge to play the same thing for everyone who had to wake up and pretend that they didn't yes. know. Like, what a fun challenge to put nuance into mm-hmm. your performance because you have to pretend you didn't just do this again and again, and again. which is yeah. normally your job anyways. Right. But to do it within a context where there is, like, slight variation and you're supposed to not be aware of it again and again and yeah. again. Right. I just thought they did a really great job. So shout out to them for that. I actually really like the scene with Lance and Laurel when he died. Oh God, whatever time it was that he died. Um, and... Oh, when she got to say her thank yous. Yes. And he had said, before the thank you, excuse me, when she had to tell him that he died. Because he's, you know, he was saying, oh, God, so wait, in, in real life, I'm not the mayor? Like, of yeah. course that lady beat me. And she's Pollard. like, well, yeah. And yeah. he's like, well, actually. Well, no, because yeah, he was yeah. like, it's something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when she tells him you know, not only did you die, but you died saving me. And he's like, well, that sounds like a good way to go. Aww. Like, I couldn't think of any better way. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I think that was after also, too, she made the realization, like, you know that I'm the Earth yeah. general and you still feel, like, this way. Like, yes. I was worth your sacrifice. He loves her. It was beautiful. Yeah. 
I, but why did I, now I understand but when I watched that part I was like why is she telling him if they're just kind of like trying to save him like why can't he just like live his life knowing that he didn't have to die I don't know I but get, I get, I get it. it I get it but I'm just saying it was like at the in the moment I was just like what why, why I is she telling him no he would have gotten it out of her I know because he would have known but I it's like, just still sad I him. like the scene in the beginning the first time when um the second time loop happens when uh Oliver realizes he's in a time loop yeah. and he goes and he tells him and he's like, you believe me? And he's like, yeah, I know a guy who runs so fast he can reverse time and I've seen my daughter die and come back to life twice yeah, from the and Lazarus, another one yeah. come back from another earth. He was like, you know, I've just learned to not doubt you at yeah. this point. I thought that was a cool scene. But when I was talking about, um, just for everybody listening at home, when I was talking about, like, the nuance of getting to play the differences, I meant more, like, the kids doing the same exact lines again and again and again mm-hmm. the same way, but kind of different. And, like, shout out to the co-star of The Waitress who has one line. But what a delight to get to do it, like, 20 um, different yeah, ways. Yeah. So, because usually you get a co-star and it's like, here's your envelope and then you're never seen or heard from again yeah meanwhile you're like i finally got my network credit as like an actor so what a joy to get that and get to keep coming back and saying it and also like to the cops with the joke where you just get to actually play which is fun yeah it's fun from the actor's point of view yeah Yeah. and i like that he he learned so fast like after the first time thank goodness he like he he, like got it right away i was like ah if this is gonna be dragged out forever i'm gonna freaking cry but he he was like on it yeah from the beginning so that was cool it was a little upsetting to me though that diggle took lila's side and was like oh it's fine she came clean she's a double agent and this heifer had the audacity to be like yeah i'm a double agent and oliver's looking at her sideways like um I'm 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 supposed to believe you. Yeah. And how do you believe her? Like what what did she shoot you with? Yeah. Diggle's usually like hundred percent Oliver's mm-hmm. side. And never like he's always like, Yeah, Oliver, I got you, you know? And this time he was like, No, Lila. He's huh? always had a problem believing him over Lila though. That's always. True. Always with Lila. Always. Freaking Lila. Freaking Lila ruining our life. Anyway. Right? <laughs> We're all like, so <laughs> It's like one of the first times we've had to host a show and be like, well, that was not really, that's, that's what happened tonight, folks. Well, I mean, we can talk about Lian Yu. Sure. Yeah. I wasn't surprised. As soon as they broke out of the time loop and they were in that tent, I was like, they're on Lian Yu. I knew it. Oh, yeah, I of course. I knew it. There was going to be nowhere else. But you know, it's interesting why they selected those two characters to experience these time loops yes. together. interesting. Like, of any of the characters that he could have done that, he could have done it with Diggle. But I feel, no, because I feel like if they're bringing Quentin back, the only two characters with the strongest connection to Quentin are Laurel and Oliver. True. Yeah, but now they're doing this whole other round of whatever's going to happen next week. Right. God, I hope it's yeah, not but a next week, next week isn't a Groundhog Day type episode, though. No, I know, but it's gonna, it's, it's the two main, you know, They're Laurel in and, and they know Oliver, yeah, yeah, but and the kids, yeah, but I wonder, I wonder why they did pick them to experience Leanne Yu, like why them? Mm-mm. You know, it's it's interesting for William because he goes there mm-hmm. and that's where he discovers uh, Roy, and he ends up going back to Star City, but. It'll be interesting to see Mia there because she's never been. She's yeah. only heard about it right. from third parties. So it'll be right. interesting to see what has been left untouched on Lian Yu that they have to bring back into our present now. Because for so long, so much of Arrow was this flashback into his yeah. time at Lian Yu and mm-hmm. all of this 
mystery that was just shrouded on like lies and deceptions and you know Mm -hmm. uh misconceptions i would say so it's like interesting to see everybody there now in the present Mm -hmm. and i wonder what revelation will come to it and if they'll find something on lian yu that will help them in crisis because that island is chock full of mystical things so many mystical things so that's my thought on it I had a vision. It has nothing to do with Arrow, but so you said mystical things, and a long time ago I had shown this picture in News and Gossip, and it was Manu Bennett, and he was shirtless on a white horse. So oh yeah, that's pretty mind, mystical. Maybe he'll like ride across the lake there, and we'll be like, hey, hey. <laughs> the guys don't care. They no. really don't care. I'm sorry. I okay, mean, some guys might care. They're into that. You know, maybe. Oh, but, duh. Hello. Hello. Um, Ivan Soto says it's why Oliver and Laurel belong together. Haha. <laughs> sorry, Olivia. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's giving you the dirty eye. That's not true. For they those, don't belong together. For those listening into the podcast. They don't belong together. They never will be together. Oh, there's... A, oh, he's not. He's pulling it up, but anyway. <gasps> yes, let's pull <laughs> this picture of Manu Bennett. I'll take it all day. Oh, are we sharing it with everyone? Yeah. Yes, I mean, some people need a reference, right? Oh, I, I, I'm I, sorry. He's naked. Oh my- <laughs> he's very naked. That's perfect. So, Look at those abs. Whoa. That is what's going to be on Lee and you in my version. <laughs> when Next I direct it. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Could you imagine being that horse? <laughs> what? I, mean, I feel like the horse is insulted. Right. I feel like the <laughs> horse is like, can you not? get off of me? Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you, again, listening to the <laughs> podcast, you may want to Google this image of Manny Bennett, Fantastic. who's in the buff, completely in the buff. With so many abs. Like, he has abs on his abs. He was in... Abs was on, abs on abs. 300? Abs on no. abs on what was abs, abs on abs on. One of those. Spartacus 300. He was in, like, one of those. So that explains. He's probably true. Anyway. Um, but for those of you who are listening to the podcast, please like, rate, comment, and subscribe. Because we really appreciate when you do. You make us the ESPN of TV talk. And we get to give you, as uh, Matt Mar says, a buffet. Or is that you? Somebody says buffet. I think it's, it's definitely Matt. Matt. Definitely okay, Matt. a buffet of different <laughs> programming. There's something for everybody here at After Buzz TV. So find us on iTunes. Yeah, and if you're in the comments... We will be there, too. Where's my sparkle? Say hello on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. Tell us what you love about it. Give us five stars on iTunes. We, We love your love, and we talk to you all week long. There we go. Anyway. Okay, so I mean, I'm it not made me want to bust out with the song from Reading Rainbow, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Always. Know. Okay, so I feel like if we just keep talking, we're going to be talking about nothing. So what we should do is get into news and gossip, talk about some predictions. That way, our co-hosts can give us predictions too, because I think there's more room for conversation and prediction. Yeah. But let's not forget. Whoa, whoa Archer's Alley. Excuse <laughs> you. <laughs> let's find the sound effect and get it together. We'll wait. There it is. There we go. I brought you guys another comic from DC. This is actually um, issue number four of the new 52, and it's called Volume 4, The Kill Machine. So I thought this was interesting because uh, this is uh, Andrea Sorrentino, Marcello Maiolo, and Jeff Lemire, who... Lemire? Lemire? Lemire. It looks like Lemire. looks Mm -hmm. like Lemire, but I'm not sure. It could be Lemire. Anyhow, the, I thought this was an interesting take on Oliver Queen because the way they've drawn him is very young. I almost feel like it could be William versus Ooh. him. 
Well, um, yeah, just the way in that they drew him, I thought it was a very different look. And since we were departing to an alternate timeline, this is why I chose this one for you guys this week. And as you go through in this one, he is going through a very interesting journey where he's trying to rebrand himself as the Green Arrow because he narrowly escaped death and now a lot of people are after him. This is the issue where we meet Naomi Singh, who is a former Q Corps employee. And we also discover in this issue that Emiko is his half-sister. Okay. Uh, which, we knew all about that. <laughs> yeah, which coming up into episode seven kind of plays into everything that we learned in the past seasons. And I just felt that it would be a good share. Also, it's beautifully, beautifully illustrated. The colors are fantastic. Um yeah, the colors are just really yeah, fantastic wow. in all of these. Like, you can just see the pages are so glossy. I can't even take a photo without all of the lights reflecting off of it. So if you've been wondering about the new 52, I think that the illustrations alone are worth giving it a shot. Um, but also, it's a new take on Arrow because everyone's faces look so different. And it kind of makes you feel like you are in an alternate world reading the comics. So really quick, for those of the our guests who are joining in maybe for the first time and they haven't seen the comic before, where can they purchase this? Online, comic book stores. Amazon okay. is your best friend. Okay. Amazon is my best friend. Yay. All right. Well, then we have a really special news and gossip, so let's get yeah. to that. Yeah. After um, since Matt's not here, um, I will be taking over news and gossip today. Um, and as some of you know, my other job is uh, to interview people. And um, earlier, like uh, right before the season started, um, I got to interview the a couple of the cast members of Arrow. Um, and since today, uh, Diggle um, um, directed this episode, I wanted to bring up his interview that I did. So take it away. What have you learned from playing Diggle all these years, not just as an actor, but as, a, like, a human? Um, truth above all, for truth's sake, yeah. that's pretty lofty. But, <laughs> no, right, you weren't expecting that. Yeah. But, I, but John Diggle's taught me that, you know, that, that, that truth is important just because of, of what it is, yeah. right? It's, it's good for the team, and it's, it's good for the universe, right? Just be be your most authentic self. And I, for me, that's what I think uh, John Diggle taught me. And I, I think I think that's why people kind of identify. You know, this character wasn't part of the DC Comics. He became part of the DC Comics because of the fans. I think he's just one of these guys, right? He's you know he's looking at people that can that can fly faster than light, and and he's like, this is not right. This is not normal. He's saying what people would normally say in this situation. So. I think he just has a, a truthfulness and, a, and an authenticity that, that ring, has ringed, rang true for the audience, except for myself. Yeah, when you do get away from it, what do you plan on doing? Good question. I, I direct episode six, and I think I've been bitten by that bug. Okay. A little bit. You're going to do more directing. Yeah, I am. And directing and producing has really been something that's really been been knocking at my door and, and those opportunities have been, have been created from Arrow because of that. What can you tell us about Crisis on Infinite Um, Not much. Everything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I not much you mean everything? Uh, Diggle's dead. No. Um, I, I think a lot of questions will be answered. Is Oliver dead? What happens? What happens to the relationship with he and Felicity? Is 
David Rand or John Diggle Green Lantern. What happens to he and the relationship he has with, with his wife and his two sons. So I think a lot of questions will be answered in crisis and by the 10th episode. Yay. That's it. So he did, I mean, in, in one of the parts, he, I, he obviously mentioned the Green Lantern. And I tried to get it out of him. I was like, are you the Green Lantern? Tell me now. He's like, I can't tell you. He's like, I know, but I can't tell you. So he didn't tell me, but he did mention it. Um, and yeah, it was just interesting to see that he was, you know, talking about, how he loves directing and how he loved directing this episode mm-hmm. and uh, how everything is going to change on Crisis. So it was just a fun little chat that I wanted to share with you guys. Yay! Yay. It was fantastic. Such a great interviewer. No, you be. Anyways. So um, looks like there's something else up there. I'm not quite sure. I don't know. Did you include no, the other I, link? Are we I just doing said, the other video or no? no? I just forwarded what you had. Okay. So then we have one other really short video. Hopefully it's time queued up. I think it's supposed to be at like a minute 34. But since David Ramsey was talking about the things that he learned while he's been on Arrow, I wanted to share with you something that he's learned, which is apparently some archery skills. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so Some notchery skills. Some, some non- non-archery <laughs> skills. Archery skills. So as soon as we get this uh, commercial going, hopefully we can get a chance to peek at it. But in the meantime, it looks like we're having issues. So technical difficulties... We're just going to... Yeah, we'll skip through it. We'll skip it's fine. That. If we find it later, cool. If not, we'll share it next week. We can get into some predictions because I think that's where all the juicy stuff is yeah. going to happen. After Buzz TV predictions. predictions. Um, Catrice Thornton just, got, Thornton just got here. So, hi, Catrice. Where are you um, from, Catrice? Where are you I don't know. You're, from? Yeah, I don't know. Tell us. So many new people today. Canada, it's very interesting. Oregon, China, LA. Tell oh, us. We want to know all the things. There's a lot of Virginias. Anyway, sorry. News and gossip. Yes. I mean, uh, predictions. Go. Please, I think please. that we are going to find something mystical in Lian Yu, which is going to aid us in crisis. Ooh. Dun, 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 dun. That's my prediction. Okay. okay. My prediction is that Mia is going to have a bigger role in all of this than we think. My prediction is, well, okay. I'm having a brain fart. Oh, Nissa. Uh-huh. And we're finally going to get her back. Hopefully yeah. on Lee and yes. you. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, this episode deflated me just a little bit. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I have one prediction that um, Grace, Grayson, I keep not being able to say your name right. Grayson, you're on it. Thank you. I predict Oliver is still alive. Why else would future Felicity ask the monitor to take her to him? He may have to stay in another universe or wherever the monitor is to, to save everyone else. That is such a great pay attention to detail because I think we all got so involved in this storyline that we yeah. forgot that happened. So, Grayson, thank you yeah. for that. For the rest of you, start putting in your predictions because obviously I failed at that. But it looks like we did find our video. So if we can take a look at this one. And, Ryan, if you can queue it up to one minute and 34 seconds that'd be awesome because you can see just how wonderful david ramsey so do is. i who it's thought of this it's getting embarrassing, it's getting embarrassing. here we go okay <laughs> wow <laughs> well, he's not pulling it back far she, enough she even had okay. to laugh wow. at him who like, thought of this getting it's getting embarrassing here we go oh. okay wow <laughs> <laughs> she had to walk away. I know. She's, he, and, I, and this is after all these several tries. I'm gonna take my bow and go home. One more extra. Hit this. Oh my god, so that's hilarious. She gave him a, the option of either a little Nerf gun 
or the arrow. And he was like, you know, I haven't been arrow in a while, but typically Diggle uses a gun. So she's like, well, the gun option's there. And yeah. he's like, great. So he missed every single shot with the gun option. But to be fair, it's a nerf situation. Yeah. So a slight, like, <laughs> from the wind. And it's like, <laughs> But that one, that was like a firm wooden situation. And he was like, think. It was like well, If you watch him pull it back, he didn't even pull it all the way back. It didn't have the tension to release the it, arrow. It literally went like. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what are you doing? You just barely pulled it. It's not going to go anywhere. How- you have to put the tension in there for the release. Right. Yeah. And anyway, it that's... was also like a fake toy bow and arrow, too. But still, like. It's so embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah. You kind of want to pull it back till you feel like your arm's going to give out on you. I took archery in high school. You, you want to feel. It kind of feels like your arm's going to give out on you. It like uh, it's strong. Like it is an arm workout. Your Your arms and your shoulders will be ripped if you do archery. Well, he wasn't the archer in the show, so no. I guess he, 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 he filled in temporarily, he filled in. but clearly. But also, fun no. fact: all the arrows on Arrow are CGI. They don't actually shoot exactly. any really? arrow. Every yeah, single they, one of them. I thought you knew that. No. Oh yeah, they're all fake. But okay, for let's just for research purposes, then Stephen Amell can shoot a bow and arrow, which obviously he should be able to, yes, to have sure. proper form, but they've been so many videos of him online shooting and being like really great at it. Yeah. So in my mind. He was shooting at least a fake arrow. I mean, no, they're all they're all fake. I found that out last season because I interviewed um, one of the guys who played. Oh, I forget who played on the show, but I brought in the clip from the other interview. Uh, he is uh, the lead on Pure on WGN, and I did a, a sit down with him. And he talked about how they put these contacts in his eyes, and he couldn't see, and he kept like walking into the camera during one of the big like fight scenes because he couldn't see. And Steven was like, can we not CGI his eyes? Because we've literally CGI'd every arrow on this show. Um, He's never shot an actual arrow on the show. That's crazy. What a disappointment. Okay. But shout out for Steven looking out for his co-star because he got him some CGI eyeballs so he could stop walking into everything. There you go. Um, Okay, predictions. Um... Brandon, I predict that next episode will have the entire Team Arrow finding the last piece to the weapon to defeat the antimatter. Crisis will also begin at the end, and that Thea, Roy, and Nissa will all help. Um, Archer's Alley, I predict Wild Dog will die soon. Oh. Okay. Ivan, prediction, the Monitor will allow Oliver to live after Crisis, which is, I mean... Maybe they are headed in that direction. They're like shoving down our throats that he's going to die just to let him live. Nah. Well, that's what I think. To piggyback off of that, they just randomly threw in there Laurel and the whole fact that it was a test to yeah. see if she would betray Oliver, yeah. and she did not, so she passed the test. I was like, "Come on, with your test, get right. out of here." Um, Charmed original baby Sarah will be brought back by the Monitor as Lila's reward for helping him and Sarah's future self will be brought from the future to fight in crisis. David Ramsey did confirm that there will be reference to Sarah in the future. Mm. Say how. Hashtag justice for baby Sarah. Aww. Says Ivan. <laughs> um, what else? I think that's all of them. Hang on. Well, the actor uh, that I was talking about is Ryan Robbins. That had the eyeballs? Yeah. Yes. And he okay. played Conklin. There we go. Conklin. Oh, yeah, 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 I had to look it up. I was like, hang on. This is going to drive me insane. I remember the name. I don't remember the eyeballs. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, apparently there was like something weird with his eyes and they put the contacts in, but then he couldn't actually see. So we have the video from the uh, last season where I brought in the clip for everyone of him talking about it. Mm. 
Um, but we can find it again. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All fake arrows. Colin Prime is... Oh, hi, Colin. It's been a while. Hi. hi uh, he knew it was a test. Everything's a test. Whatever. Oh. Hashtag who I love to hate. The test. <laughs> the test. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I feel like we've gone through our predictions. Yes. We've gone through this redundant show. Episode, yeah. That it was a redundant. S- no, it was a redundant episode. Yeah. It really was. But regardless, we enjoy redundantizing with you yes, guys. It was so, so fun. thank you for joining us. I'm gonna turn to the front because all of us want to say goodbye at the same time. Don't forget to find Matt Mar. Tell him hi. You love him. Two happy TCs tours. All those other great things. And to you guys, if you do celebrate, happy Thanksgiving. We are grateful to you. If you're in another country, doesn't matter. Are you matter. gonna we give him a gobble gobble? To you. I mean, I. <clears throat> I'm not Here we warmed go. up yet. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Here Thanksgiving, it comes. Although I eat tofurkey, guys. Here is your tofurkey call. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, we will see you then. I'm your host, Allie Kona Bradford. Please, what? Please follow me. Good Lord. <laughs> on Instagram. Yours truly, Ali Kona, with underscores in between. I'm on Twitter, but honestly, you'll find me... More on Instagram. More on Instagram. Yeah. I'm Olivia DiBortoli on all things, so you can find me everywhere, and I will reply to you, and it will also be in all the comments, so leave She's a comment. good at that. I'm good at it. Hi, guys. I'm Carolina Benetti. As always, you can find me on Instagram as LenaBean113, and on Twitter as Carolina Benetti. All right. Till next it. week. Mwah. Goodbye. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.